1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want to get into it, man. You know? Go ahead. Like a like a sex machine, man. Yeah. Moving, doing it, you know. Yeah. Can I count
3: it off? Go ahead. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Get on up, stay on the scene. Get on up, I like a sex machine. Get on up, get up, get on up, get up, get on up, stay on the scene. Get on up, I like a sex machine. Get on up,
0: Sports get Radio 929 the game, 929 the game.com. Up, it is Sam and Greg. Up, yep, we with you. Shake your <laughs> God. Morning, Georgia. Morning, and a good morning to
4: you, fine folks
0: in Barnesville. Barnesville. Barnesville, man. I don't know about that,
4: Lamar- you don't know- What you mean? I don't know about yet? Well, I was you.
0: getting ready to ask you that.
4: I, I know some folks from down there. You do? Oh yeah, Lamar. You know some folks down there in Lamar County? Hey, Lamar, yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, okay. You know what they they they, they once dubbed? What's that? Buggy
0: capital of the
4: South. That's the big festival they have down there. <laughs> yeah, now. they do Buggy Day. <laughs> but I found out about that. I'm serious. I, I, Listen, I'm, man. Of course I'm we are. That should that should actually be a song.
0: That sounds yeah. like something be, like an Earth Wind and Fire song.
4: Buggy days. That's buggy days. They, they take down They take that serious down there.
0: So how how much different is that than what they do in Peachtree City?
4: Which is oh well the golf carts. Yeah. <laughs> What's the difference? Well, well I think the buggies. I don't think they ride them every day. You know, but, oh, but it's different. So special, Pe- okay. Peachtree City is the golf carts. That's you know you you are you are the golf cart that you drive. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's now. That's
0: a, like what? if you had a golf cart, like, and you got a chance to trick it out.
4: Yeah. Th- th- what th- would, it that. what I, would it resemble? What would it resemble? That's a good far? question because you've seen some great ones, like at NFL training camp. Yeah.
0: Like, you well, see- speaking of Dion, and we will be talking more about him and Jackson State throughout the show. But I remember when he had one for when he was playing with the Reds. Yeah. He had one. Uh, we've seen different athletes with,
4: you know. Oh, my goodness, yes. Yeah, with, with, so with the, we've go- seen musicians kart.
0: with him, too. Hey, let's bring our producer on here. Let's ask Eric real quick. Eric, if you had a golf cart and you was checking it out, what would is there a car already out there or something that it would resemble? He must be
4: busy. Oh, he's there. He's on now. You, you
0: what was that question again about a golf cart? We were just talking about buggies. And we're, yeah. we're paying a little tribute to Barnesville, Georgia mm. here, and we got talking about buggies, and then we morphed into golf carts like Peachtree City. And, if you know, if you had a special one, because, as Sam said, the folks down in Barnesville, they are an extension of their buggy. <laughs> so we've seen tricked out, you know, yeah, golf yeah, carts. Yeah. What would yours resemble? Okay, <laughs> so
2: at Falcons games, Freddie has a really good tricked out. It's more of like a, a – a quad than a golf cart, but okay. mine would have some rims on it, and definitely would have you know a little maroon, maroon and white, little little representing maroon and white. But uh, I, I would have a golf cart, and I, I might have a little hydraulics on it. That's what mine would have. A Little three wheel motion, maybe. Yeah,
4: how about that? Okay. that'll be, so nice. be nice. that
2: be A golf cart from, say, <laughs> from South Central. There you go. Okay.
4: There you go. There you go, man. Well, you know, for years golf carts were the way that pitchers came in from the bullpen. That's Remember, right. For years, yeah. every every baseball team had that golf cart with the big cap. They would drive the guy. <laughs> the onto, big cap. You remember that? <laughs> they called it the bullpen that. car. Yeah, I the forgot bullpen. all about that. <laughs> right, they would come in. A, you know, before they decided to have cameras shoot guys from the back walking out of the out of the out of the, out of the bullpen. Intro that music. Became, yeah, that, that became a lot of different. Came a little different. But they used to put them in that golf cart and drive them in, man. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. I forgot all about that. Because you, you had those relief pitches that couldn't run in. You had them Terry Forster dudes. <laughs> He's out there down on a couple of hot dogs in the, in the bullpen. Them Rick Russells and yeah, all the yeah. dudes. He ain't up to running. He ain't up to running at a driving man. There we go.
0: And that's how we start off this show on this 30th day of October. How about that? Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 <laughs> The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. <laughs> Good morning to you beautiful people in Barnfield. Thank you for the first five minutes of our show.
4: Absolutely. Going to learn a little something about you there. Hey, listen. Off you get into- off that exit down there. There's a Stuckies. Uh-oh. Yeah. Why you say, uh oh? No,
0: I ain't thought about Stuckies, and that's like one of my oldest memories. That's the first place I if had a go patty go melt. You go in
4: southbound uh, uh, 75, you get off on that exit. There's a Stuckies right there, man. We get all kind of pecan logs and all kind of stuff there.
0: But you did, you, did you, like, the first yeah, time yeah, yeah. I ever had a, a a patty melt was at a Stuckies. Yeah, I never had. a, Not only did I have that, and then the next time we drove through was a, I had a Monte Cristo sandwich. Whoa, those are the only two sandwiches I probably had outside, you know. Of, the home or just that was the restaurant I got those two sandwiches in. Yeah, yeah. And nowhere else. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, listen, on this day that um, we, you know, listen, we we got you for two hours. We are the yeah. opening act for a full day of football leading up to Falcons in Carolina. We're going to be talking about that. In fact, as we start our show every week, you guys know that we like to recap what we saw this past weekend. We decided like, we should just start with the Falcons because that happened Right after our show last week.
4: Yeah, yeah. And
0: and talking about that game against Cincinnati, I don't know how you felt, Sam. I, I just kind of figured that Cincinnati was ready to get right. And, man, did they ever. And it's a good thing for them because now they might have to take a step back. They lost uh, the number one player, their wide receiver, um, uh, Corey Chase, for yeah. a while. And so who knows? What they're going to look like moving? But forward. But you know
4: what? You know what? That game was the kind of game that we thought we were going to see more of with the Falcons. I got when the season broke because everybody talked about how bad this team was going to be, how the you know how limited the the talent was on this roster. I said okay, for the first six games, you're in the game in the fourth quarter. We talked about that last Sunday, and then they go out and they have the game that kind of resembled what we thought we might see a little more of. But you got to remember who you're facing. You're facing right. a Super Bowl team. This is your top shelf team, and you know you don't have the talent to run with the top shelf guys. So you got less room for error. Everybody has to show up. You 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 know your secondary gets beaten up in that game, and that's going to have an impact on the game today. By the way, a lot of people, AJ Terrell, not going to be able to go today. I think uh, Hawkins is out today. Uh, so you, you you your secondary is you're down to your number twos uh, to take on this Carolina Panthers team later today. We're going to get into that, but. Uh, th- th- those things happened in that game. The-, the run game disappeared. Marcus Mariota looked He looked less- panicked. He looked yep, panicked. Yep, yep, you know, <laughs> because they, they were just, break- just bringing the pass rush yeah, at it. And uh And so a lot of fans were frustrated. You weren't throwing the ball downfield, weren't throwing the ball to Kyle Pitts. No. Uh, so a lot of people have been unhappy about that this week. Uh, we see how we do against, uh, because for all that's gone wrong, you're still there doing well in the division. You got Carolina coming in, and they've been like a house of turmoil up there with, you know. Yeah. Coach running out and fire sale trade not your best player and all that type of thing so you know we'll see what happens with that later on today.
0: Well, first of all, let me start with I, w- I just mentioned my agent as opposed to who I was talking about. Uh, Jacory is one of my agents. I, w- I might say Jamar Chase uh, that just kind of slipped out. Secondly, I, I I agree with you, but we were looking at a Cincinnati team that was just five hundred going into this Falcons game, and this was a Falcons team that was also five hundred. Yeah, Again, yeah, we we, not the same. We again, but we see, listen, you can only play who they put in front of you. Right. Right. And what we saw from Cincinnati didn't look like the team who was in the Super Bowl. Now, mind you, it's only three losses that they had had into this game. And we knew that eventually the cream was going to rise to the top. And as we have talked about this Falcons team, as you started this off, Sam, you saying this is what we expected and we haven't seen it. So far in the other games, so it's not like something that's a week to week thing that makes you scratch your head. Oh no! So they got they got they 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 got it handed to them last week, and these are the games that you make your tweaks and you take it out on Carolina. Now Carolina feeling a certain kind of way about themselves because of what they did, what they did last week. Okay, and 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 but now we see that mm, you know maybe that was a Tampa Bay that 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 win, you know. Hang on a second, my stuff just went. Don't you hate it when your internet just goes out right there when you're doing something? That's not good. That's not good at all. I mean, right in the middle of a thought there, and it, <laughs> it just goes away. What I was saying is that that win against Tampa Bay, while they puffed their chest out about that, how do we feel about Tampa Bay right now, yeah. even, even last week? Yeah. And now the news comes down and they make it official. So now we know what this dude has been mentally grappling with, meaning Tom Brady, all this year.
4: Well, I, I, I'm not gonna, I, you know you know what I, I'm not going even say this because of what's happening at his house. I mean, you know I mean, when that's when stuff like that's happening. I think most athletes and most people will tell you, the the field is is like your sanctuary. You you leave all that stuff out in your car. Yeah, you do. You, you but you also,
0: it, but it, it's but, got to affect your preparation. It's got to be something that why? you don't do. I, I'm, I don't know. Listen, that's we what, know that's, that's
4: what he does. But, I mean, that's that's something, and I think a lot of people want to make that a deal. I, I, I don't I don't I don't I don't give that to him. Okay. I, 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 really, don't. I, I don't, really don't. I don't. I don't know the once... I think coming in to, to to do what he does for a living has done so well, and, and I and I think you want to do that to those other men in that locker room. You know what I mean? He he owes it to them to come in there and be at his best and leave whatever's happening at home in his car in the pocket lot.
1: Yeah. And, well. And, and,
4: and I trust that's 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 what he does. Now people making a big deal out of it, and TMZ went and found the paperwork and all that, carrying All. But I mean, he, he's he's a big boy, and he's you know he's been in this league a long time, and he's been in locker rooms with men that would go to win championships, and that's what you expect him to do.
0: Okay, and that's all well and fine. Yeah. And you can you can feel that way, but I don't look at this dude as a machine. He's he's flesh and blood, and he's human. And at forty five, maybe he's a little bit more human when the mortality hits him in ways where he can't make that cut. He listen, we never knew this dude was going to be Hussein Bolt. Right. But he in a ten in a ten foot circle, he can move around enough to get himself time to get the ball out. We've seen that for twenty plus years. But it just seems like this year there is a step that's missing. Moreover, how much do you subscribe to this? And I want to say this because we have been talking about coaches and, and and coordinators who have not been given the opportunity to be head coaches. Well, we saw that change down in, in Tampa Bay this year, right? And Bruce Arians took a step back, but this is the first time in his career that he's not working with an established head coach. And for the most part, he's... Now, we can say Tom Brady's the coach on the field, and we know that to be the case. Yep. But there's no big voice that will get in his face, like we saw Arians do. You can say what you will, how it affected him. But Arians, and if nothing else, to the other players, he's gone. Yep. And I wonder how much that has to play with the preparation of this Tampa Bay team going into any week. Because, you know, top. It's his knowledge of the game is beyond reproach, and how he goes about doing his business. I'm just saying that there is not that person who can write the ship, who sees things in a way that he won't, or at least step to him in a way that other the the the, the now the coaches now on the staff would not. I,
4: I think the biggest thing with him is not having the the usual security blankets or, or, or around him. Uh, like Gronk or that receivers, that, are, you know, that receiving it's court. They saw Julio check, last record, week. <laughs> right, the receiving <laughs> court changes every week. Yeah, you're you know, right. well, Who's available and who's going to show up there. And so, you know, that that, that obviously comes into play as well. Um, the, the roster of this team is not the same one that's been there for the last two years intact. And so that's the, that's the other thing that he's having to deal with, also some injuries in that area. So, I mean, when you can go out and have that same crew with you each and every Sunday, you know what you get and you know what to expect they know what to expect from you and and he and he doesn't have that right now. So he's very vulnerable. He, he's kind of human, but we still got a lot of football to play. We're, we're still good. early. We're still early in the season, man. Yeah,
0: but you know what? You got to feel nice Falcons fans to be where you are uh in the division. Uh listen, coming up, we are going to talk college football obviously as we do on Sunday mornings uh coming up 6:20, but we've got a different show this morning. So need you to be just stay with us because we're going to have a guest. We're going to jam a couple guests in here. That, for some things that we have to talk about. So coming up, 640, we're going to talk to Terrell Thomas, everything having to do with the NBA. Corey McCartney is going to bring us up on what we should know, for those of you who ain't watching the World Series, but the World Series is going on. Uh, We're going to talk about that. But obviously, we will spend some time today, and Mr. Crenshaw has a connection that I do not and a lot of other people out there, to um, Vince Dooley. Um, We lost him uh, the other day, and I'm telling you, there are people who are just um, beside themselves. He lived a full life, but they want to talk about him, the man, the the, the the experiences being around him, all of that. So we're going to talk about that later on in the show. Stay with us. Sam and Greg, just getting started on this 30th day of October. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Nine and take us with you on the Odyssey app.
2: To himself
0: and he'll score touchdown Georgia sports radio 92.9 the game 92 nine the game.com it's Sam and Greg on this Halloween Eve we'll get into what amateur night is again and tomorrow night but there you go this Bower's kid is um you you, you just you wonder what this guy and his game is going to translate at the next level. I watch him right now, and it just—you you, already see him there. I'm see, You know who I remind, and who does he remind you of? I tell you who reminds me of that. it. And just, it, and not the speed there yet, but he's um. Oh, not just flat my head. Um, Matthew Stafford's uh Cooper uh Cooper um
4: Co- Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Thank you. What's a wide receiver. We're talking about more of a tight end.
0: I know, but he just reminds me of. He reminds me of him. I'm not saying he ain't got that kind of game, but he just seems to find, like Cup, a way to get open.
4: Yeah, well, not just that. And make that catch. It makes the catch, because that catch, remember, if you watch it carefully, it's off the defender's hand, off the defender's helmet, off his hand, off his helmet, and then back into (laughs) his hand. You you watch that carefully, man. You talk about keep your eye on the ball. Uh, (laughs) But he was able to do that yesterday, and that ends up being one of the big plays not only of uh, Georgia's forty-two to twenty win over Florida, but also of the day yesterday, which which uh, a day that had a, a lot of big moments.
0: It had a lot of big moments. You just described. I wasn't sure You were talking about that. Sound like that Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, McDonald's commercial.
4: That's that's what. <laughs> it be slowing down and watch it. It goes off uh, the defender's in the right place. The defender gets a hand on it, and then right. it goes off the defender's helmet. Uh, it goes off Bauer's hand, hits his face mask, and he's able to get the two hands on it, turn and uh, and take it to the house. So it's pretty impressive. For
0: you yesterday, because Georgia, again, they did what they were supposed to do. Yeah. And there's nothing, as I have said, and, and I stole it from somebody else, there's nothing more boring than perfection. Sometimes, sometimes not so much, and it's exciting because somebody's doing it in a way that you go, hang on a second, I didn't expect this, let's see what's going on. And I'm talking about Tennessee, and I'm talking about what is really, right now, the game of the season next week. You'd have to agree, right?
4: Georgia Tennessee? I believe I believe so. And and and, and, and but a lot of people are questioning well Tennessee showed more of a defense last night. And I think people get so lost in what Hooker does and the offense and the way they score until they forget that Tennessee has a pretty good defense too. But that's gonna be the test next week. The irresistible force against the immovable object, if you will, with the Georgia defense uh against this Tennessee offense. And they haven't faced a defense like that, not even when they played Alabama, I don't think. So I mean, that's the thing that, that you look at. What can Georgia do? Because you don't want to get into a track meet with these guys. Well, they score now. You got to score. You know, Georgia don't want to put themselves. I don't think it's Stetson Bennett in that type of thing. Last year, yesterday was a great balance for Georgia. They get two thirty nine on the ground. They get three sixteen through the air. You mm-hmm. know, pick your poison. You know, they 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 because I mean, and that's what they ideally, you know, what Coach Smart and Georgia would like to do next week we'll see if they're able to do that because if Tennessee comes out and gets on a roll and you got to match everything that they do, that's the thing. The Georgia defense has to be on this game and have its best game of the year.
5: And
0: the other thing about that win yesterday is now you can say what you want about rivalries and that just sort of dials it up whether Florida was ranked or not. And you look going into that game, but they beat a a top 20 team yesterday, meaning Tennessee and Kentucky. And everybody was talking about this Kentucky team was going to give them a test. Not so much. Uh, So I don't know that that win is—it's not going to propel them above Georgia, obviously, but it's got to have now, Kirby now, in them. You know
4: what, though? Come maybe, on, maybe not today, but this is the first. Oh, right. Week, no, you're this right. Is the first week for the playoff rankings mm-hmm. and strength of schedule matters. You could you could very much see Tennessee be number one Tuesday night when that first ranking comes out for the for the for the playoff. So, now you so know you that's going to start all kinds of arguments, man. See, yeah, this, well, this that's, is this is where that's, college football loses me because that, that, no, that's that's what it's designed for. That's what it's designed for. I understand that, but what you know, did Georgia it, do it,
0: it, to lose that number one spot? That's the question. And how does that get? They haven't have,
4: they have the, their their strength of schedule. They haven't beaten any, anybody. Thinking they've beaten anybody. The only ranked team they beat was early in the year, Oregon, and they ran them off the field. Yeah, they're yeah that, that
2: Oregon win looks better and better every week. Yeah, Oregon's it does. What they supposed to do? But but uh, Sam's right. The Tennessee has, uh, I think, the strongest strength of schedule in the FBS up yeah. until now.
4: Yeah, and and that's the thing. I mean, we'll, we'll get our regular AP rankings later on today, but, you know, the, the first one comes out Tuesday night. Don't be surprised to see Tennessee be there because of their the, the, the schedule and who they beat.
0: So, question is this, gentlemen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we sit here and navigate around what's who going on. The four? Who, who, who is the four? Who is the four?
4: Well, who, that's who, what who I was just
0: going forth. that's just what I was going to get to. Does, does does
4: Alabama ain't in it.
0: No, Alabama ain't in it. Alabama is not in it. And then you look at Michigan and what they did against yesterday. And by the way, can we talk about that tunnel for a second? You talk about things that are obsolete well, but look, look, and look, need look, to go look, away. Let's, let's get
4: to the, the foe first. But, and then we get yeah, yeah.
0: But they're, you're talking about Michigan sitting at number four, and they did what they had to do again against the rivalry against Michigan State. You're going to put Michigan at four? They're sitting. No, I'm saying they're they're right now. Now, who what is what has anybody done if people kind of continue to train moving down the track? Wh- who has leapfrogged over them
4: or, there are a, lot or of, there are a lot of folks like what TCU is doing?
0: Yeah. Well, I'm looking at TCU. They're seven. They're sitting. They're sitting below Alabama right now. So they don't even think they're undefeated season. Trump's a one loss team. They don't even figure that, so they're sitting there at number seven. I I'm get it, Tuesday people,
4: night is the Tuesday night. Tuesday night, some people get leapfrogged because of who they played and the strength of schedule and who's been ranked on their schedules when they're playing.
0: But how long – okay, so we, we, we're we looking at one, two, three, four, five, six. We're looking at six teams that are undefeated, meaning TCU sitting there uh, looking up at Alabama. What does, given strength of schedule and your argument that you just said – where does that conversation go when you talk about Alabama and what they've done? And, and it, could it be head-shaking as to where they land as opposed to sitting right there at number six right now? Could they drop, even though they didn't play?
4: No, they're not, not going to drop. Well, Alabama's deal is to win the rest of the way out. That, 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 that's, that, that's their deal. They win the rest of the way out. You know, they still get They still get back to Atlanta. They still get their chance to play their way in. That's yep. where Alabama is right now. I mean, they still got some landmines to navigate. They still got Ole Miss out there. They still got LSU out there. You know, they got to get around those. I mean, they well, they 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 played LSU, but, but but they gotta they gotta get around those and and, mm-hmm. and 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 get back get back here. Okay. And so that's the main thing they got to worry about. They, they right now Tennessee is something they got to put in the rearview mirror and say, okay, we may see them again, but right now we got to beat who's in front of us.
0: I wish I really wish Ole Miss had stayed undefeated. I really do. I'd have loved to have that thrown into the mix there. And and by the way, what do we say about well, they can Jim-
4: upset things if if they if they beat Alabama? Well, that's yeah, that, that, that throws everything. You know what I mean? So that that's still out there. That's still some of the drama that's out there. But like I said, Tuesday night is the is the four. And right now, people yeah. are seeing Tennessee, Georgia, um, Ohio State, and do you put Michigan at the four? Or do you put TCU at the four? You're gonna put Michigan. You, you got to say Michigan. You're gonna get. Oh, absolutely. You have to go sit outside in, the, in your car for the rest well, of the day. <laughs> you, you don't have a choice, man. You, can I
0: tell you what's been fun around here this weekend? <laughs> I've been, <laughs> I've been, a, I've been a bachelor all weekend long, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just me, me and Jesse. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And and I was told before I left to be sure to pull for you know those Wolverines. I was like, hey, you know, I'm I'm neutral. I'm Switzerland over here. And just to just to poke the line a little bit, I said, hey, what am I supposed to do about them folks I just made a movie about? That was all about Michigan State. And man, the, the daggers came out. <laughs> it. Don't you pull for them Spartans? No. I had I had to hear all that, but yeah, really I don't care. I just want people happy
4: yeah. around me. Well you, you know what yeah. you and, and Michigan and Michigan State, and maybe I'm only one to wonder what happened after they gave the coach the contract up there? Really? I mean, they were rolling this time last year. They they gave the coach the, this big contract up at Michigan State because they didn't want Southern Cal to take him, didn't want LSU nope. to take him, and so they gave him the contract. And after that, everything just kind of went sideways. At the end of last season, a bunch of dudes hit the transfer portal. Um, I don't, oh, Eric, what, you mean, what, what, what happened up there?
2: Uh, they lost the running back. That's probably going to be the offensive rookie of the year. That's what happened up there. Hmm. That just that one component. Just that one one component. You know, uh, uh, I don't know about all that, I man. I think I think I mean you got to realize it, how, it, it how make, much of his how much of the offense he accounted for. But what last made these year.
4: dudes go to the transfer portal?
2: Yeah, well, Mel, Mel <laughs> might Mel. I don't know what Mel's pregame or postgame speeches are like, but maybe he need to adjust them a little bit. But, well, I the,
4: mean, the transfer portal was like the front door at Bloomingdale's at the end the of last season. It really was.
0: Well, Eric, let me bring, ask you this: since you answered that one so easily, and along the same lines of folks getting money and then all of a sudden they're going down the hill, explain Jimbo Fisher.
2: You know, it's funny you bring it up. So I had the chance to <laughs> sit in with college football game time yesterday morning with Chuckery and McMichael yeah. and Chris and Randy, being the ex, you know, Division One player that he is. He just said, to "Be honest with you. Sometimes the players have to." you know, take it on themselves. If they're going to be in the locker room doing what they were supposedly doing, that's just a lack of respect for the program. Just forget the coach. They got to respect the fact that they are in a Division in a I program and a behavioral aspect is expected of them. You know, they want to go out and have a good time. That's one thing. But to be doing it in the locker room, which is what the reports say, that's unacceptable.
0: You need to tell our audience what you're talking about.
2: Well, supposedly they were indulging in um, – I don't want to put it out there. Like they indulging in illegal activities as far as municipal drugs okay. in the locker room. You okay. know, they, they, the rumors are they were smoking marijuana okay. in the locker room, got caught. Several players got suspended. You know, regardless if you don't respect your, your coach or if the coach has issues, respect the school, respect the program, respect the rules. How much do we blame this on all the NIL that everybody
4: was screaming and shouting about back in the spring? I mean, I'm just saying. I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't know I, that that's I, a factor, but you're why asking. Why not? because okay, I don't Nick, know. Nick Saban came out screaming that they bought all these folks to come to Texas saying them in the name of a championship, which they're, they're totally floundering. And just that's my thing about it, and that's why I said the problem with NIL is going to cure itself. I mean, they're throwing a lot of money around the guys. They're not vetting them. They're not looking into their background or whatnot to see if they to check their character they just want football players to come in and be going to throw you some cash at you. That's what you get. You know yeah, what but I mean? That, but that, you, you, that, that, that's what the, and then also you got a coach there that is under a lot of heat. So I mean, a kid needs to know if he's coming to that situation, people expect results instantly. There's a, if you thinking he's somewhere that's going to give you some time to grow up and mature and learn the D1 college game, you're mistaken. You need to go somewhere else. And how many of those guys once they get there and realize that's what it's all about? Are going to hit the transfer portal. That's the other thing, Greg. They don't have to stay.
0: I agree with you on all of that. What you just said, I'm, but to, to to the point and the story that Eric just brought up, we're talking about immature kids. We're not talking about somebody who got an NIL from Pablo Escobar, and that's why they're going to test out the material. This is not what's going on. These are just immature acts being brought out. I don't know that the NIL had anything to do with it. That's just my stance, okay. But everything else, I agree with you. There are going to be tentacles that come with anything that's new like this, especially when there's money being thrown around. But for this particular situation, I don't know that you can you can put it on that or have it being followed because then we can have a conversation about you know what did happen up there in 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 michigan and in, in that tunnel again just immaturity now you could talk about that particular stadium not yeah, that particular stadium, yeah man. just being outdated and they yeah. need to change that around i remember when the cubs used to walk out to the left field to get to the dry to their um to their locker room i mean it wasn't through the dugout you literally had to the game was over with you walked down the sidelines and into a you know there was an opening in left field yeah. and that's what took you to the locker rooms
4: but, um, but I think anytime you got a tunnel and the two teams yep, are sharing it, yep. you're you, you asking for it these days. And back in the day, guys maybe respected that, but it was a different day for that type thing. And, and so you, you got what you got last night at, uh, at the Michigan State-Michigan Here, game.
0: Here's, here's the only thing that I'm talking about derailing a Big Ten team from being a part of the, the final playoff. And I have never said this in my life, especially since I've been doing radio, but there is a chance that that team from the West, when they have the Big Ten championship, They're talking about Illinois right now. Yeah. An Illinois team that's 7-1, and one, a fighting, a line nine team. Oh, man, a trip about to, a trip about to Champaign, Illinois is in, in in the works for me and you, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> we, we go down there, man, We're or up we're, there. We're
4: going to cruise through there on our way to Chicago for the NASCAR street race last next spring.
0: Oh, man, book that's that. That's it. I'm ready okay. for that. I'm ready that's for that. It. Mr. Crenshaw. Road trip. <laughs> Road <laughs> trip. You only got us for an hour and a half more, but we jamming a whole lot. It's Sam and Greg with everything else. That's what we do here. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And stay take us with you on the Odyssey app. NBA up next. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. It's Sam and Greg with everything else on this Sunday morning, the 30th day of October. Hey, you guys like that intro? Yeah, man. That little new name for the show? Got to say Sam and Greg with everything else. We gonna talk a little football. We get, we talk some Falcons right off the top. But we'll give you everything else, like NBA talk, right? With a guy who we can't thank enough for getting up and always being accommodating to our show. And easily the best-dressed basketball commentator slash real estate agent in the tri-state area
4: even if he's at our our celebration our 10-year celebration
0: that's what i'm talking about came in, in there he looking just like, broke the dress
4: code yeah he thing. did came yeah. in
0: there looking like sonny coleone i mean <laughs> it was just smooth as a gravy sandwich <laughs> and we just tell you we, whether it's sports talk or your commercial or residential real estate needs you go to terrell thomas that's the man for all seasons good morning buddy
5: Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. How
4: are you guys today? <laughs> he, he wasn't expecting <laughs> us to do that to him, but well, that's I'm okay. Always, gonna okay. Just... I'm gonna build
0: that boy up here. Can I? Can I start off with the nastiest thing I saw last week? What was that? The nastiest thing. Now we all grew up watching those animal shows, right? I'm a, I'm a, I'm taper it like this, so I won't make it so nasty. And you know when they show like either, you name the animal show where they where they go into certain regions of whether it's Africa or South America, and they show animals, family animals together, and they're like cleaning each other off. You know they're standing there and picking you know, the bugs out of their the, the, the back of their hair or their fur. <laughs> We've seen it, right? You know where I'm going with yeah, this? Indeed. You know where I'm going with yes. this, Terrell? You know where I I'm going. So, I, I saw it, Sam. I saw the nastiest thing this week oh, between my. two brothers in a timeout in the Milwaukee game. Younger Antetokounmpo was cleaning his brother's nostrils minus a tissue during a timeout and the camera stayed on him for that why two questions why would the camera stay on him one why, or why would he do it for one and two why would the camera stay on him I mean he went up there like he, he lost a, he went up there like he lost a quarter <laughs> and took care of that <laughs> thing man and both of them that was uh, the nastiest thing I ever seen uh, before. That's, uh. I, I, I love my family members ain't no way in the world me or you or anybody else I know would do that I had to get that off my chest. Good morning there. <laughs> but you thought about it, right? You When you saw that, right, you yeah, kind of
5: went. I, when you said that, I, I figured, oh, God, I think I know where you might be going. You might be going to these Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> <That> <laughs> the
0: champs. Let's switch gears. I know Sam and I want to bring it back home. Talk about our Atlanta Hawks as they sit here on this 30th day of October. How do they look to you, man, leading, leading the Southeastern Division?
5: You know, it's it, it still, being as though it's early, we're six games in right now. Our, our Hawks suffered a tough loss last night. They're currently on the road against the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, I, I like what I'm seeing from our new team. Of course, Trey, uh, we have our Staples and Trey Young and Josh Collins. I still feel like the guys are kind of finding their way, if that makes sense. They're still learning each other. Um, we, they, they did pick up two wins this week in Detroit on the road, which was really good. We've seen previously when they have back to backs like that, that they may have lost one. Um, but losing last night, you know, to a, to a tough Milwaukee team, uh, you know, doesn't have me sitting right this morning, but I still have a lot of faith in the guys, and I think they'll be just fine.
4: Yep, yep. Spending time on the waitfor.com hotline. Went with Terrell Thomas. He is social. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Eldorado2452, at Eldorado2452. I was going to ask you about that. Uh, after being home for the first three games to go out and have to play in the same place, um, you know, two games uh, over a period of three days. And what do you do with an off day in Detroit anyway?
0: You go to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're you get some on to business. And get some pumpkin pie. Well, you're on the
4: business. It get some pumpkin <laughs> They do have a pumpkin pie. You got to wait to Thanksgiving for that. But but I mean that's I mean you're there on the business trip. You're
2: not there on a you're not a tourist. You go to Hitsville, USA.
0: Man, that's a quick one. You got two casinos. You also
2: got two casinos <laughs> in Detroit, <laughs> Greek Town and yeah, Greek, uh, whatever. Yeah.
0: So you need to get up there, Sam. You just go right to the stadium and have some cold pumpkin pie. There's some things to do up I've there. Been,
4: I've been to Hitzville. I've been I've been to the the, the, Mo, the Motown Museum. I've been to that house. It, it basically okay. is a house. I've been there. Check it out. But 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 the, they do that. Last night, you know, it was kind of aggravating because they got down to like the last three minutes of the game and it seemed like there was a lid on the basket. Nobody could score on either end for a period of time there. And, uh, you know, Milwaukee woke up and got some things straight down the stretch. But I, I, I'm, I'm with you, Terrell. I like the way that, that the team has started the season. This first road test, we got a couple more stops coming up with Toronto and New York. Um, you know, so far, I like the way we rotate. I like what Okongwu still he still loves. Seems like, seems like Giannis brings out the best in this game. Is that something you see?
5: I would have to agree with you there. I think Giannis, the likes of Anthony Davis, whenever he's going up against uh, perennial big men, the the, the guy just turns into a young monster. I know he had a great dunk last night. We've seen that all over the internet and all over the Atlanta Hawks social media pages. So I I, I love the way double O steps up to the moment. I hope that he gets to the place in which. We, we see that consistently, you know. So when he's playing against, no disrespect to the guys, but I, I'll say lesser talent, uh, he's still able to bring the same momentum and same fury that he brings when he does play against the likes of a Giannis or another all star type big man.
0: Well, I thought you'd go ahead, Sam. Was,
4: no. was, okay, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> been a, I'm going to wait for a dot com hotline, spending time with Terrell Thomas. In these urban times, and we're talking Hawks basketball. Hawks on the road last night. They dropped one last night up at Milwaukee. Uh, they still got more of this road trip before they come back home. And they're going to face a Utah team. But what's the deal with this team? They're supposed to have been having a fire sale. They're supposed to have been, like, tanking for first for, uh, for last place. And these guys are going out winning basketball games, man.
5: Something about young talent, you know. It's something about young talent in, in, our, in our league today and just the poise that those young men have. I think some of the men on that roster, as you mentioned, it, it, we, it was looked upon as almost being a dump shot. Like some of these guys were just being sent to Utah, you know, for their their contracts to expire, or and these guys are like, no, you know, we're NBA players too. Like, uh, like you know, gotta gotta show a lot of love to what they're doing out there. And Danny Ainge, Danny Ainge has always been one to find talent. Um, so now that he's got things going on in Utah, <laughs> beware—they might be a force in the next few years.
0: I have, a, I have a suggestion. I have a thought. I don't know how this is going to work out, if it's all possible, but I thought about it this past week. I want to get both of your thoughts on it, starting with you, Terrell. We have, you guys were just talking about big men, and we know the big men that exist in the East. So this Atlanta Hawks team, regardless of why they're, what they're doing right now, we know when spring hits and it's that sprint toward the playoffs, they're going to have to have a certain kind of presence down below. Would you Would you agree?
5: Yes, I would agree with that. You
0: know who's sitting out there right now that I believe can give this team a month or two? And is it is it possible to go out and reach him? But, man, they're talking about Boogie Cousins is available. And for just, again, coming off the bench, that toughness, though, is what I'm talking about. DeMarcus Cousins can bring that. I don't know what his legs are like and, and you know, 82-game season. Well, obviously, you don't have to deal with that now. But just bringing him in maybe the second half of the season for a low post presence and some just some, some nastiness. What are you th- What are your thoughts on that?
5: You know, if I'm if I'm all the way honest with you, uh, I honestly think that was a great name to throw out there. When you were saying big men initially, I was like, ah, we have two guys. When you think of CC and, and, and Clint Capella, and when you think about Big O and everything we see in him, now maybe if you know something happens at a trade deadline and Clint's no longer on the roster, I wouldn't want to disrupt the chemistry. I would I would want to give uh, give. They go more minutes so that once the playoffs comes around, he has a little more experience and they kind of use that younger big body. Um, But outside of double low, I would, you know, no disrespect to Clint. I might take Boogie Cousins over Clint Clint Capella. I'm just saying, uh, yeah. When when it comes to the postseason, I I do think he's able to do a lot more, of course, offensively, a lot more. And, I mean, at one point in time he was a franchise player, all-star player, so I think the ceiling – for Boogie Cousins is a whole lot higher no disrespect to Clint we love Clint my son loves Clint great player but I think that Boogie Cousins as you mentioned he would he would definitely woo. he would shake this roster up in a way I wasn't expecting that name but that was that was a good <laughs> name right there what, what do you think what do you think Sam
4: yeah well he could he could you know and, and um you're always looking for somebody if he's available if he hadn't been scooped up by somebody else by then as you get into uh um, you know the second half of the uh, schedule you see where you are and you you know you can't have enough physicality playing in the East because that's the name of the game. You going you gonna run up against some guys who gonna you know gonna challenge you and test you in that way. So to have him around, that'll be more than an insurance policy. You know, somebody could actually do some some great things. The thing of uh, is will he be available at that time? That's the thing I think about it.
0: Sam Greg, Sports Radio 929 the Game, 929 uh, Game.com. You know, I was going to ask you too, Terrell. Yeah. If, I have not had a chance to see Boston this year. And I'm just curious, given the craziness that happened with them and their coach, are they looking the same? Are they looking different? You know, just your thoughts on them. And again, you know, trying to just keeping it in the East here.
2: Yeah,
5: I've actually been very surprised in what I've seen from Boston. I, I expected, and I don't know why. You know, I I guess I should have never disrespected in the way of heart of, of, of guys who were almost champions. I know they weren't champions, but I did think that they were start the season off slow just because of all the, the noise that was in the locker room, you know, from, uh, from, from the outside chatter that's taking place during the off season. But mm-hmm. those guys look to be extremely focused. And it, it starts at the top for me, from what I see from, uh, from, from Jalen Brown, he, that man <laughs> has been on a roll. And then Jason Tatum as well. So the two guys at the top, I believe are carrying the team right now. And they've looked good so far. I've been very surprised on what I've seen from the Celtics.
4: I think a little chip on their shoulder, maybe, or, or a little extra intensity because of all the stuff that went on with, with, with their coach. That they're determined. They seem like they play, like you said, with a little extra focus coming out, coming out yes. to shoot.
5: Yes, yes. I, I, I think both, as you mentioned, with, with the you know them not having their coach. I believe they have the chip on their shoulder, and I also believe the way in which they lost the finals last year. Like, I, I truly believe they feel like they should have won. Of course, we saw a better, more experienced Golden State Warriors team. But I think the Celtics believe that they left something in that final series, and it looks like they're they're, they're, on, their, they're on a mission to go get it. Whatever they left, they're on a the mission to go get it. So I've been surprised, and it, it'll be intriguing. I know our Hawks see them in the next few weeks, so it'll be intriguing to see just how we match up against those guys. Yeah.
4: Brooklyn. Oh, ahead, Bru- Bru- Brooklyn's 1-5.
5: <laughs> yeah, and, and,
0: and that ain't the only stupidity coming out of that, out of that organization. Brooklyn, yeah. Brooklyn's 1-5. Ben,
5: ben Simmons. I, you know, I don't want to put it on one man, but Ben Simmons. They, L- they, L- the experience right now with the Nets is Ben Simmons is not looking at.
0: And the funny thing is, that's the com- that's the team and the conversation that swirls around, you know, when we talk about the Eastern Conference. This always comes back to Brooklyn. But I'm going to tell you a team who enjoys this, and it ain't going to be able to be. – they're not going to – be able to avoid being inserted into the conversation much longer because the Donovan Mitchell era has started in Cleveland, and these boys got just one loss so far.
5: Got you. Rale. Those boys look good. <laughs> Those boys look good. We we spoke in the offseason about the what the addition of Donovan, Donovan Mitchell could possibly do to this Cavs roster. Now, I know we saw them not too long ago in the play-in tournament, and we were wondering like what this young Cavs team will be. But they have an extraordinary coach, in my opinion, uh, and, and a great balance of veterans. We, we forget Kevin Love is still on that roster, coming off the bench. Ricky Rubio's on that roster, and they have a lot of young talent. And as you mentioned, the addition of Spider Mitchell is going to be huge in the East. It's going <laughs> to, honestly, yep. you know, it, it's great to see. With us having Dejounte and Trey, we have two of the, uh, uh, we have one of the better backcourts, I believe, in the NBA. Having two of the best guards in the NBA. But the East is filled with a lot of great guards. So being, being as though we'll get to see Garland and Mitchell face our guys soon, like the, the Cavs look good. And it'll be an interim mat, uh, matchup against our Hawks. But I think our Hawks match up well against them. So it'll be interesting to see how things fall.
0: Hawks take on Toronto tomorrow night. You can hear that game right here on Sports Radio, two nine. The Game, two nine. The com. Before we let you go, man, I want you, your favorite, and your son's favorite Halloween costume.
5: ah. ah. Come on. My favorite Halloween costume, sadly, uh, for the last five years, I've been telling myself I'm going to I'm going to get it done. I, I believe it requires a lot of makeup and things, and I haven't done it. Is is Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson's Thriller look. Uh, I just I, I love that look. When I was a, a little boy in the 90s, I had the jacket, and I didn't have the exact makeup and everything. <laughs> so that's that,
4: that's,
5: a, that's a look I've been wanting to recreate since I was uh, since I was young uh and with my son i mean it varies it changes every year this year uh he's the he's he's emhotep the scientist slash pharaoh emhotep um and he, he's loving his 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 costume and educating us on the king and the inventor and the scientist and which emhotep was so that, that that's his favorite favorite as of now
0: okay uh you know who that is sam no me either <laughs> makes me feel old as old Methuselah. Hey listen, either way, uh enjoy Halloween, man. And um I just I, I was gonna in b- b- that point there, but I don't want to. We gotta let you. We gotta uh-huh. let you go. Well, it's just the ho- it was the Halloween outfit when he was talking about Michael Jackson, and all I was thinking about is Terrell finally getting that outfit together, walking down the street, and much like Beverly Hills Cop, a guy's gonna walk by him like Eddie Murphy did when he saw them two guys in Michael Jackson, <laughs> and just start laughing at him.
4: <laughs>
0: so I hope that doesn't happen to you, but I hope you get your outfit, man. Hey, Terrell, we'll be talking to you next week, and thank you as always for getting up and uh, and joining us.
5: Uh, Thank you, gentlemen. Much love. Have a great week. All right,
0: You too. And remember, we're talking Halloween. You guys remember, it's an amateur night tomorrow night. Amateur nights, the unfortunate nights where people who don't normally drink and drive are drinking and driving. So be very careful out there. Me, Eric, and Mr. Crenshaw don't have any time going to hospitals visiting our listeners. We would, but we just ain't got time for it. So y'all take care. All right, busy 7 o'clock hour. Going to get things started with what's going on locally with Mr. Crenshaw. we got a couple guests. Going to talk World Series with Corey McCartney. And Sam and I will remember Vince Dooley. With Bill Hartman, he will be joining us coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. It is Sam and Greg with everything else on Sports Radio 929 Game Game 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.